to a chick So say goodbye to everything you ever knew before And I'd understand if you went running out the door And I'll keep you safe And no harm will ever come to you, I swear And I'll kill if they even dare Oh my goodness, your highness, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I am also doing great. It's kind of gloomy, schmoomy. It is, but it's cozy in the house. I don't like it. Oh, it's nice. It's very fall-esque. Yeah. Yeah. It's that time of year. It really is. September. It is. Welcome to Michigan Murders and Music, where we discuss murders in our gorgeous state. And we tap it off with a little homegrown music. Leaving you with a happy ending and on a good note. Thank you for letting us seep into your ears. We appreciate you. Right down in there, like wax that's stuck. Oh, yep. Wax ball stuck do, down in there. Do we have new listeners? We have new listeners and followers. I have Kelly Willard. I have John. Gelato John. Heather Green. Jesse Elsentemter. Elson Tur. That's how it's spelled. Gasty Tom. Kathleen Turkovich. You're worse at pronunciation than I am. Kenzie Crystallis. Crystal Sus. All right, all right. We suck with pronunciations. Kenzie sells crystals on there, I'm pretty sure. I need to give an explicit content warning before we do anything. You are just Rushy Rushy McRusherton. (gasps) What? Do you have more? Just take a breath between. Oh, whew. Did you take a caffeine? Yeah. Do you have cocaine I don't know about? No. Is it in a box just leaving a line no, of cocaine? No, that would leave a trail of. Like Johnny Depp? Like all the way oh, behind boy. you. Oh, boy. Do you have. I'm going to light this up. Okay. You, do your, I will just do some deep breathing and settle down a just little bit. Just goose for a bath. You know what? I'm going to do the same thing. Hold on. If I thought this joint would help you, I'd give you a oh, hit, no, that would... but I know what happens when you take a gummy. That, that is the worst thing in the world. I am completely useless after. More than useless. Uh, seriously, the most useless high-on person I've ever seen. So now I just keep them away from it it's most not funny. of the time. <laughs> I think it's funny, but you know nobody else does. Her Highness will say naughty words. And they're the kinds of words that we do not want youngsters to hear. And it's not good for them. They're not going to, you know, just blank that out. Just beep it out. That word. Don't say any any naughty words. Because that is not on us. Well, she's going to say it anyway. Fuck you've, off. you've been warned. Her Highness came up with this one because it's true. No, it's, it's not true. If you find a drowned squirrel in your little horse trough swimming pool tank thing in your backyard. That's really unfortunate for the squirrel. I right? think the squirrel might have gotten drunk on the bad. Those cherries that the we put older up? cherries that I want to eat that I thought the animals would. He might have gotten drunk and just fallen he, off the. That's quite possible. The this what's this that gets, thing called? The fence is right next to it. So yeah, he's yeah. Probably like whoa, showing off to his yeah. little girly squirrel friends. But then, yeah, if you find more than one squirrel drowned in your little horse trough. You need to start looking at the neighborhood kids. Dude. One is unfortunate. You know, that's a really unfortunate Two's incident. Two is a fucking pattern. It's a pattern. Two is an issue. We don't have squirrel drowning insurance 
home slices. That, that's not on us. Also, we don't like any neighbor kids. So just oh. Oh, I'm just kidding. I like all of them. They're adorable. I like them. It's but not just, like that. I mean, it just, you know, they're it's just, just good nice kids. not having kids in the house anymore. Right. Unless it's the grandkids. We get to kick them out and make them go home. <laughs> Those guys are great. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Hey, Boo. Hey. We didn't have three minutes of commercials at the beginning of our podcast. Isn't that nice? It sure is. Let's keep it that way. Let's try I ask of you people to help us with our uh, financial costs of putting this podcast on. It's just a couple of monthly costs, nothing major. But right. if you like us and you don't want to hear commercials and you'd like us to keep doing this, please go to our website and hit the tipsy jar. The tipsy jar. The tipsy jar. It's easy. It's just better drop a if you get drunk first. It's like at a bar. It's like, oh, tippy tip. Oh, tip, I'll just tip her this because I'm schmasted. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Tip us a no, quarter. I need to get a Tesla somehow. This is going to do it. Yeah. It's that tips people jar. People are going <laughs> to help. People will feel bad for me. My white first yes, world problems. Yes, of course. They feel so bad for you. You guys could also share us with a friend and spread the news. That helps us grow. We're growing leaps and bounds, and it's so fun. Please, share us with a friend. You know what else? What? I would... Freaking love to get an email from somebody who actually listens to us on the regular. Email us at michiganmurdersmusic at gmail.com. It's just all one, Michigan Murders Music. You guys know all the shit to do. This week, we are featuring a cool band called Sorry Not Sorry. It's a great band name. It really is. Sorry Not Sorry. I want a t-shirt. Where are we road tripping to today, Boo? Throw up your hand. To the land of juvenile laws. Whoa. Which encompasses this entire state. Uh, this part all the way up and around here. And this part and up this here. And this part way up here. Yeah, We're including going that part. to the entire the, yep. land of Michigan. Mm-hmm. The state. We're going to talk about juveniles. And the laws that apply to them and no longer apply to them. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Maybe bring back somebody we could have talked about in an earlier episode. Yes. Okay. We have covered a few stories that concluded with the incarceration of Michigan's juveniles. Federico Kiko Cruz and Amy Black. They they both come right straight to mind. I had to look up the rest of them. I don't I don't think there were any other juveniles that we we covered, but if right. so, I did, I missed it last Mo- night. Most of them like doing- very seasoned. Killers. This should scare us a little bit because we covered their stories, but it kind of doesn't. It makes me happy. I'm often ranting about psychology and ages and what people can handle at what age and blah, blah, blah. It's a tough call. I think it's a one one by one Mm -hmm. thing. You know, some, some know darn well what they're doing when they're juveniles. Right. And I think you can tell psychologically later in life if that's still hanging with them or if our corrections institute actually Mm. corrected them Mm. Mm -hmm. which is kind of rare i hate to say michigan has given these kids now adults a new look at their future here's what happened in our court systems the following information can be found on the michigan.gov website and i am using some of their information verbatim Shout out to Michigan.gov. 
there's loads of information on there. So feel free to head there and learn some information yourself. Michigan is a national leader in criminal justice reform. We have demonstrated our commitment to bipartisan data-driven reform through our collaborative success expanding access to expungement and reforming our jail and pretrial incarceration systems. And just so you know, last night when I was last minute writing the story, I had to ask Alexa what expungement meant. Did you hear me or were you sleeping? I I was sleeping, but I I did read through this and I saw that you had done that. (laughs) So this is for Mary. Expungement is the process of criminal records being destroyed or sealed. Uh, Such yeah, a she, funny word, yeah. expungement. I know, it's like a Especially sponge. Especially when you're soaks high. It soaks it right up. It just <laughs> takes care of those papers. It's, it's like you had no past at all. Launched in 2019, the Jails and Pretrial Incarceration Task Force. That's a mouthful. I call it. PITF, found significant growth in county jail populations, costing Michigan taxpayers nearly half a billion dollars annually. The task force recommended extensive state policy changes related to traffic violations, arrests, behavioral health diversion. I don't know what that means. It means like well, that on that show we watched last no, you don't night. Know Instead yeah. of oh, you do know. Instead of tasing the kid that he knew was had psychological problems, you talk him down. That's kind of how I it. feel like it okay. is. Pre-trial release and detention, speedy trials, sentencing, probation, parole, financial barriers for system-involved individuals, meaning those not rich enough to mm-hmm. get their own lawyer. Victim Services, and Data Collection. The Michigan legislature passed many of the task force's recommendations with bipartisan support in December of 2020, which is very, very close. It just wasn't very long ago. No. Which were signed into law on January 4th, 2021. In Gus Burns' MLive article, I read that this means that Michigan judges may no longer automatically sentence 18-year-olds, first-degree murders, and conspirators to life in prison. The state Supreme Court ruled in a 4-3 to three decision. Because 18-year-olds don't have fully developed brains. Uh, they, they shouldn't be held to the same mandatory sentence standards as older defendants. Of course not. They're, no, man. What, I don't know if we ever get fully developed brains, but definitely 18 and under. Mm-hmm. We... Hold that mandatory subjecting 18-year-old defendants convicted of first-degree murder to a sentence of life without parole violates the principle of proportionality. The principle of proportionality. Derived from the Michigan Constitution and thus constitutes unconstitutionally cruel punishment. God, that's another mouthful. What a... It sounds like an oxymoron to me. That's why this stuff confuses me. Can't you just write it in normal words? That was said by the majority opinion signed by Justices Elizabeth M. Welch, Bridget M. McCormick, Richard H. Bernstein, and Megan K. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh and Bernstein. We hear those names. We hear those names. Political. Michigan State Appellate 
appellate. God damn it. See, this is why I don't read legal things. <laughs> Should have just left this all for you to read. Michigan State Appellate Defender Office Managing Attorney. That's another. Let's just say she's the managing attorney for Michigan State. Ep- uh, I, I got this, baby. Okay. So this Can lady, her, her name is Jessica Zimbelman. She said this ruling immediately impacts anyone sentenced for first degree murder at the age of 18 who is currently appealing their case. As well as 18-year-olds awaiting sentencing. Yes. Look at me get that last you one. You got it. In order for anyone of... In order for <laughs> anyone age... This is funny because I'm the one who wants to read for a living. In order for anyone 18 or younger to be sentenced to mandatory life in prison, they must receive a special sentencing hearing. If they aren't provided a sentencing hearing... The maximum minimum mandatory sentence they may receive is between 25 and 40 years. Which is interesting to me because that might as well be life in prison. It's what are they going to do when they get out? They're going to realize that there's there's nothing for them. There are electric cars. There's family still there for them. I hope so. I've seen old ass dudes get out and have to their grant. It's great. Their grandkids have to teach them how to use phones. They didn't even know that phones could do all the shit they do. It's like being in a time warp. It is. Bitch, you'd be happy to get out of age. Oh, heck yeah. Come on. The state Supreme Court ruling broadens prior U.S. Supreme Court decisions that determine automatic life sentences for minors are unconstitutional. Since 2016, nearly 370 juvenile lifers in Michigan have either had their sentences reduced or received new sentencing hearings based on federal Supreme Court precedents. 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 This is going to create a lot of extra work for the court system, said Kristen Holtz, an attorney with the Levine and Levine law firm from Kalamazoo. This will be a many years long process for these men and women who have their Dan court. Yeah. I also wonder if it's Avril Levine and Adam Levine. That'd be Oh, oh God, you know it is. That'd be great. I mean, who else would have a law firm in <laughs> Kalamazoo besides those two? Of course. Holtz, who previously worked in the Kent County Public Defender's Office, called the ruling a, quote, wonderful recognition of what we continue to learn about the brain chemistry of juveniles and young people. And I agree with Holtz. Thank you, Gus Burns. Great article. There are plenty more in the M Live articles that I encourage you to read. Just look up Gus Burns. You'll find it. It had a lot of good information. Boo. Yeah. Let's get over this blah, 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 highfalutin political. Yeah. It's, they it's say a lot things of... that don't make sense to mm-hmm. me. Because my brain... But people need to know that, that that this this ball is rolling. There's, you know, there's pages of legal talk about this this case and why everything was turned over. And so if you're one of those people that has a different kind of brain than I do, there's so much to read up on it. It's really interesting. And it's kind of crazy. We've had a lot of weird Supreme Court turnovers lately. Most of them not so good. Right. I feel like... Depending on how the juvenile was in jail, this could be a good thing. I don't know. It can be. I don't know. It's 
one one on one by one, just case by case. According to writer Bradley Massman from M Live, Amy Black. Do you remember Amy Black? I do. She was in one of our earlier episodes. I can't tell you which number. If you guys it was want, a, it was an early one. Oh my god, we listened to part of it today in the sound quality. I'm so sorry, but if you want the full story of Amy Black, go back and uh, listen to the full story of um, what she did when she was a juvenile. Now she's 48 years old and is scheduled. A scheduled? Did I say a scheduled? A scheduled to be paroled from the Women's Huron Valley Correctional Facility the week of September 4, 10. Of 10? What? Wait. Yeah, 4 through 10. Oh, like got it. this week. We're it is. September. Yeah, September 10th is it's going on right Town now. Street Fair. Chris Gott's spokesperson for the Michigan Department of Corrections confirmed that with the MLive Muskegon Chronicle in an email. She was a juvenile lifer and her crime occurred in 1990s, so it predates the state's truth and sentencing law. So she would have been ed- eligible for disciplinary credits for good time. Gotts wrote in reference to Black's parole. Why does this sound funny? She was <laughs> resentenced in you're August. Reading it funny. Uh, of oh. last year, and because of good time credits, she she became immediately eligible for parole. Yes, in our story, we told you this, but this is the jit, the jits, the jizz of the story. Black was. 16 years old when she and her then 19-year-old boyfriend, Jeffrey Abrahamson, <laughs> I can't read today, killed 34-year-old Dave Van Bogelen on December 7, 1990. They had also stolen $1,500 from him. If Barb Van Bogelen ever encountered Amy Lee Black, the teen convicted of first-degree murder and the death of her husband in 1990 in a public setting, she would have one thing to say to the soon-to-be parole. Can I say it? Can I say it? Say it. I'd tell her she's going to rot in hell one day and karma's a bitch. See? she's She just said one of those naughty words. Mm-hmm. That's what Van Bogelen told MLive and the Muskegon Chronicle. Chronicle? Yeah, the Chronicle. <laughs> Both of us are re- rereading so great today. Court records show that Black was ordered to pay $1.87 million in restitution to the victim or victim's estate. Muskegon County Circuit Judge William C. Marietti made the restitution ruling at a July 29th hearing. So $1.87 million. You remember the old story about blood out of a turnip? Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm thinking... You can't get it. Amy, okay, it's going to be hard for her. She spent her entire life in prison and jail. Like Now she's got to come up with $1.87 million. Oh, It's not going to happen. That July 29 court hearing conducted by video conferences when the Van Bogelen family learned of Black's pending release from prison. Ugh. So the family just... It seems like victim families just never, it could be 25 years later and it brought all back up again by either DNA or another court hearing or parole or yeah. the poor victims' families just can never get away from it ever. No, they never get just the closure. No, it, it just, just never ends because there's new stuff that comes up and everything. Constant. The other juvenile that we had talked about, which I will never forget because it was our very first episode. Oh, Federico. So I can guarantee you the sound is 
god awful on that episode, but it's still one of our most downloaded episodes. It's a good one. Federico Kiko Cruz, he was also a juvenile that had been incarcerated. He had actually come up for parole in 2019, so it was like right before this ruling happened, and he was denied due to the heinous crime he committed. As far as I could tell, he did not come back up for parole under this ruling due to the hearing being in 2019. As he shouldn't, because it was uh, that particularly was, I mean, no offense, Federico. You've grown up to be a handsome man. Oh, but, is he? Oh, you jealous? Yeah. He doesn't look like a psycho freak like most people really do. You can kind of see it somewhere. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Hey. I don't know what to say about Federico. He's yeah. still in jail. It's not my choice. Don't come after me, Mr. Federico. Oh, my God. All right. Your Highness. Leonardus. May we do a, a happy ending? Oh. This is a good one. It is. It's extended. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, for today's happy ending, you get a twofer. Twofer. It's a multiple for It's more, More than, than two. one. <laughs> <laughs> Our featured band is Sorry Not Sorry. Sorry Not Sorry. Want and, a t-shirt? And? I really want a t-shirt. So somebody please provide her with a t-shirt. Somehow. Please get me a goddamn Sorry Not Sorry t-shirt. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Not. I'm not. And not sorry for shit. We are going to give you updates on some of the bands that we have featured in the past. These bands all have new music out. You will enjoy. It's their for stuff. your listening enjoyment. We encourage you to go listen to their new tunes. It may be totally different than what you expected or what we played for you in the past. Plus, you can sample and listen before you buy. When I say buy, it's more like donate. Yeah, usually they're like, eh, donate for at least a dollar. Something. I usually give a few helps bucks. helps everybody. I overpay. They don't make money. Yeah, there's, there's no set charge. Just whatever you can afford. Every so often there is. Ah, right. Without further ado. Mm. I don't say that. Why I did know. you write that? I don't know why I wrote that. Very fancy word of the day. Here are the bands that have released new music. Reverend Jesse Ray and the Carolina Catfish. Song called Angry. Limited edition. Album called Angry. Actually, the album's been out, but... It's on color vinyl. The limited edition eco mix color vinyl mm-hmm. has not been out. Bleed the Water has released Maple Street Dungeon tapes volume one. I listened to a few of those and they're fantastic. Grave Next Door released Heathen on March 18, 2022. Pretoria, a very talented band, released oh, oh, Certainly a single track. Remember Jen's Apartment? We love their name. Jen's Apartment has released Acid Connection. The Bootstrap Boys released what? New Beginnings. I have to bring the boots Great into band. this. They are a good band. <laughs> Don Mastro released single Estrellas in 99. The Concussions released Frankenstein Friday. Paper Lanterns, another one of my favorites, released Awkward. Dead Eye Zach released Damato. Damnato. The motherfucking Holy Warheads. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's just the Holy great... Warheads. Released Dressed to Kill. Rendered Worthless. What's left to say? 
If I missed any of our featured bands that have released things recently or since we have featured you, I deeply apologize. Just reach out and poke me for it. At michiganmurdersmusic at gmail.com. Today's featured band is... Sorry Not Sorry. We're going to give them a listen. Sorry Not Sorry. Grand Rapids Dark Folk Punk Music. Raven on guitars and vocals, Adrian, bass and vocals, Colt, percussion and harmonica, Sophia on the viola. Here is the song Hey Jack, and it is off of their Cemetery album. Here we go, boot. Hey Jack.
Jack Kerouac had it right when he said, let's get out of town tonight. Just need a good beat and a good path to travel down. And at 28 years old and a bottle, it puts me in the ground. It puts me in the ground. Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by Your Highness. Edited by Your Highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on Bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes.